The parable of the oranges. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. Matthew 6, verses 22 and 23, KJV. So, you know how in the Bible, the Lord never passed up a chance to teach his disciples a valuable lesson about their new occupation, being fishers of men. When he passed the tree with no figs, he used that moment to teach them about the power of the word of God. Or when he met someone that came to him with a request, he turned it into a lesson about faith, whether it was great or little. In much the same way, Jesus is doing the same with us through the Holy Spirit. Here's what I mean. One day, I was in the kitchen, casting my leftover food from my plate into the garbage. When I was done, I went to clean my dish in the sink, and on my way, I passed this bag of oranges that was sitting on the edge of the countertop. Now, I had passed the same bag of oranges quite a few times in a run of a day, and when I did, my attention was always drawn to them, mainly because I was meaning to store them away, or so I thought. So when I'd see them, I kept saying, okay, I'm going to do something with those oranges. I'm going to do something with those oranges. Then one day, I noticed one orange looked kind of dark, but the rest of the oranges looked about the same. So I said, okay, cool. They should last a few more days still. So I keep passing the oranges, I keep passing the oranges, and then on one of those days I was passing, I noticed that maybe another one was a little dark. And again, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on that. But things just kept coming up, and I just kept passing, kept passing. And so then I looked up, and it seems like in the twinkling of an eye, all of them were dark. I was like, how the heck did that happen? And the Lord said to me, if you walk with people that are in sin, if you walk with people who are faithless, those that are still blind, eventually those things will start to contaminate you. Like that one dark orange eventually contaminated the whole bag. No matter how clean and no matter how pristine you may be or you may look, if you refuse to separate yourself from that one friend that drinks a little too much, that promiscuous cousin, your brother with the sticky fingers, or that church that likes to say thank you Jesus with their mouth but their hearts are far from them, eventually their bad and ugly will rub off on you. Then one day, like I did with those oranges, You'll wake up in jail with an STD trying to figure out what happened when you should have left that drug-dealing boyfriend with the wandering eye a long time ago. In other words, now you're contaminated because you refuse to separate yourself from that contaminated bag of associations. I know it's sometimes hard to make a clean break with those people you have grown to love, those people that you care about, and those you have family ties with. So we try to make excuses for them, and sometimes we think, well, that's them. That's not me. I would never do that. I adjure you, don't go down that rabbit hole. And 2 Corinthians 6, verses 14 through 18, Paul, a disciple of Christ, warns the church at Corinth about the dangers of being entangled with those that walk contrary to the gospel of Christ. 
Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Okay, so for those of you whose neck is still a little stiff, here's a little bit more lubrication. Now, I know there are those times that sometimes we just don't see it or get it that these negative offensive things that you see these people do aren't just quirks or a one-time incident or a mistake. Then we try to dismiss it, believing they act this way because they just don't know any better. And another thing we sometimes do is we may even question if it is them at all. Maybe it's us. Maybe I'm being too strict. Maybe it doesn't take all that. Then, before you know it, we have let in the spirit of compromise. Well, that one bad orange doesn't seem to be hurting anything. I'll just let it sit and deal with it later. Now the spirit of compromise has let in the spirit of procrastination. Uh-oh, now here comes doubt and ultimately confusion. And we all know God is not the author of confusion. The devil is. Let's illustrate with that bag of oranges again. The one was dark on the outside, so it was easy to see its flaws. So you may try to dodge that, like the friend that drinks a little too much. You may be able to put away the alcohol when they are around, so they don't start swinging on the chandeliers. Or instead of going to a restaurant with a bar on girls' night out, you'll choose to take in a movie instead. But what about those oranges that look pretty good on the outside, but then all of a sudden they were dark too? Do you think that those oranges weren't rotten too? It just took a little longer for their rottenness to show. Maybe the circumstances weren't right for the flesh to show what was going on on the inside of it. In other words, that slight darkening of color, you might say it's just the skin, but sometimes that rot is deep-rooted rot that occurred inwardly before it began to manifest outwardly. Then by the time I noticed the one, the others had already begun rotting, again on the inside. So by the time it manifested on the outside, nothing could be saved because they went bad quickly. People that we know, that we work with, our neighbors, our friends, our family, our children, and spouses, on the surface, we may look all put together. Our hair, our clothes, our jobs, our personal, as well as our public image. But on the inside, because we're talking about the spirit of a man, by the time you see it on the outside, it's already too late because you never saw it coming. Hmm. Now let me take you to church. Let's choose what they call Easter Sunday, for example. This is the day everybody, even the children and teenagers, come in their Sunday best. Finely pressed, everything polished to a shine, wearing their best hat. The colors are popping and mixed in with their praise the Lord's are the happy Easter and sometimes happy Resurrection Sunday. If you were new to church and this was your first day, you would think these people are the epitome of holiness and was front row every Sunday. Mm, mm, mm. 
So you being brand new, decide to join and make this your church home. Don't feel bad now. We've all been there. You've made the decision you want to get right with your Lord and Savior. That's a wonderful thing. You've decided you want to learn about God and what better place to begin your journey than at the house of prayer, right? Mm-hmm. So you join, you get baptized, you go to Sunday school, you may even join an auxiliary. So in a bit of time, they get to know you a little better. They come to see that you are serious about your walk with the Lord. Then you might start getting comfortable because you feel like you're among fellow Christians. And now that you've come out of the world, the light of the Lord inside of you has begun to spark. So you start to dress a little better. And so you're looking better. Now, having joined the choir, your confidence is building and they notice God has gifted you with a beautiful voice. So now it's been a few months and brothers Robert and Fulton, Bishop Howard and Bishop Jones, Minister Iverson, and even the pastor have begun to compliment you on your transformation and have invited you to come to their Sunday social at church where there will be barbecue, lawn games, entertainment, and you agree to bring some drinks. My goodness, isn't this wonderful? I almost hate to burst this bubble. But when you get there with your Welch's grape juice and Hawaiian punch, you see everybody is there letting it all hang out. Mm. Doing everything that they are big enough to do from drinking to hooking up, cursing, gossiping, fighting. And the entertainment is a band playing computer love and super freak. God help us. Perplexed by the contradiction, you inquire with one of your sisters in Christ, and she tells you between the puffs on her cigarette, Girl, don't you know Jesus died for our sins, so we do what we want the rest of the week, and we ask for forgiveness on Sunday. This may seem like an exaggeration, but to those that have experienced this, I know. In Matthew 15, 8, Jesus admonishes the Pharisees and the Sadducees for their double-mindedness and their double speech. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah's prophecy of you, saying, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. So what do you do? I can understand you may be a little confused right now. So you think this scene isn't for me. I just left the clubs and the gambling boats and hopefully you have no intention of going back to that lifestyle. But at the same time, you may not want to offend your brothers and sisters. So instead of rebuking them, you may stay for a moment just to make an appearance. Yes, well, I'm here to tell you nobody can stay in a dirty house and not get a little dirty themselves. This time, you may refuse the advances of Brother Fulton because his wife stands in the choir and sings right next to you. You may even resist the mixed drinks from Sadie of the Usher Board. Even though it's mostly ginger ale, it won't hurt anything. And you may think it's safe to tell the pastor's wife a few of your transgressions when you were in the world. It's almost like confession, as she quotes. James 5, verses 15 through 16, and it reads, And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, 
and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Yes, well, on Sundays, she may look like Esther in her royal apparel, but inside she's rotten like Jezebel. So as Jesus said to me, it's important that we don't just keep passing by when we see a sign that something is incorrect or wrong or needs to be fixed. We should do something about it right then. This is what you need to understand about people and about this walk with God. When a person shows you a sign that they're rotted inside, eventually it's going to start manifesting on the outside. And if you see like those other oranges is anywhere in their proximity, you will soon be just as rotten as they are. 1 Kings 18 verse 21 And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Moreover, the reality is they're hoping their rot that's on the inside would eventually contaminate you. And that's why you have to be careful because if you don't do something and you just let it sit there and sit there and continue to fester, then that darkness will contaminate everything around you. And that is why some people you have to remove and sometimes you need to remove yourself. In the Song of Solomon, 2.15 it reads, Take us the foxes, the little foxes, that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. We have feelings, we have emotions, we can be touched and shapened by the influences around us. For some it may take more, for others not as much. But most often it's the little transgressions that oftentimes make the most impact because they don't bum rush the gate. Instead, they make a little tap at the door. We don't brace for the knock as we do with a battering ram, but if you don't guard your hearts and your minds, the devil will eventually find a crack, and it only takes one little slip up to make that light that is in thee be darkness. How great is that darkness?